All right, we're bringing Sunday into Monday, folks. So good to have you on the Heart to Heart podcast. My name is Nick Miller. I'm the lead pastor of Core Church. Thanks for joining us today on a Heart to Heart discussion, a phone call, if you will, about this past week's message. And we're wrapping up our series, Demolishing Strongholds. And so I thought of no one better to bring on than my best friend, Judd. We're going to be talking hey. about pressing on, bro. Let's do it. Come on, Judd. How you feeling today, bro? Well, evidently, I feel like pressing on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, Judd, it's your it's your third time on the pod. Yeah. Uh, can you tell the folks what you've learned from the pod? What have I learned from the pod? <laughs> <laughs> What's it like? Um, it's honestly, a, you guys have put together quite the experience when you walk in here. Oh, you get a nice cup of water. We got the fireplace yeah. on. We I got mean, some music going. The mood is set. Yeah, you got to set the mood right. Everything's put in place. We got a nice candle you got on. got a recording sign on the outside saying, do not disturb. Yep. Like, it is official. <laughs> so, it ain't anything. It ain't no podunk. No, it ain't no podunk. <laughs> What else is happening new, Judd? How's life been? Life is good, Ryan. I honestly, it's been amazing. Yeah. I feel like this has been a good season for me. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And before we touch into it, Super Bowl, we got that coming up next week. Yeah, that's right. Who do you think's gonna win, Eagles or Chiefs? Um, come on, Judd, don't don't I, fail me here. I think I am gonna have to go with Chiefs. Good. Me yeah. too. I, I think Patrick Mahomes just has what it takes. I I bet against him last week, and it just. It, it just never works. Yeah. Why, why bet against them? Yeah. It just doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. So, True. all right, we're jumping in. We got, we got two Chiefs fans in the building for the week, you know. They're just not, the week. Just the week. Yeah. Just the week. Uh, but wonderful. Thanks for being on here, bro. Absolutely. And so let's just jump into it. We, we talked about pressing on. We really talked about the story of Saul and how when there is freedom or when strongholds fall, we are called to press on. Don't yes. stay stuck. That's right. And so I want to hear a little bit of your thoughts, my friend. Yeah. I think this message really was so powerful. I, one, number one, I think for people who weren't in the room, sometimes it's even hearing it back on a podcast, being in the room was different today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So just being able to listen in and feel the emotion and be around people in the community. I did get super emotional. Ugh. It was so powerful. Yeah. Um, and it always is, but this one especially stood out to me in that way. And yeah. I think it really flipped it on its head, the way that the message came and the way that you brought the word, because so often we think, well, I'm too scared to even say it or, or be transparent about it. Sure. And then we finally do that. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, it's done. Like, yeah, I thought that was such a key part because like mm. I always thought to myself, like, what is the key? What's the trick to like keeping myself yeah. and others? Not that I have to keep others, but like, what is it that we need to be instructing others in yeah. to make sure that you don't stray away? Yeah. Like that you don't see uh, not just a lapse or a, a relapse, but yeah. you, you actually see like so many people in the church today and yeah. They they end up leaving. Yeah, and they are don't ever come about, back. Like, are you talking about towards the end, where like the evidence of someone who's pressing on? Right. Yeah. So you were talking about pressing on, and and I I'm sorry I didn't give as much no, backstory fine. there, but like, um, essentially pressing on is key to your walk, not only for the current, but the, making sure that you never yes. fall away from the church. Yes, absolutely. And so I think we can trick ourselves into thinking that we're not vulnerable to that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Right? Yes. Like you can yeah. say, I've been walking with Jesus for 20 years. I'm not vulnerable to walking away. Yeah. Yeah. Or 
you could be an on-fire Christian and say, I'm not mm-hmm. vulnerable to falling away. Yes, yes. But if we don't press on past the initial freedom Good job. moment, Absolutely. that's what you were hitting on today yeah. that I felt stood out and was so key for us, even just as core church. 100%. Any church, yeah. really, or any member of a church. Yeah. It's like, you have to get that. Can I ask you a vulnerable question then? Yes. Have you been a believer in an instance where you haven't pressed forward? Yes. Okay. Why did you stay stuck? Um, what was it? What do people experience? What do I go through? Because, again, I'm the pastor guy, and I have many thoughts on why I stay I stuck, think it, but what I, happens? I think, I think I was good at maybe initially identifying the problem, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't get rid of the rest of it. Mm, okay. So meaning, like, I might get rid of, like, the easiest thing on top to mm-hmm. confess and get rid of, Yeah, but I wouldn't take it down and get rid of Every bit of it. Yes. So meaning like, yeah, I might be honest with my wife about one thing, yep. but there's about three things I know in the back of my head yes. that I'm just not really willing to tell her yet. 100%. And so I'll tell her when I'm ready or mm. when she's in the right mood. Yeah. Like, that's just one thing I could say, like, pressing on comes down to you have to get rid of every single bit of it. 100% of it. Yeah. Yes. I And I love, I love like, when when looking at the situation with Saul, who then becomes Paul, like, he, you don't see any... <laughs> you don't see any go back, bro. No, there's not an ounce of, of him, him turning back. Not an ounce. Like, I can't imagine being in the shoes of someone like that. Yeah. Like, to actually say, everything that I lived for, yeah. I don't even have an ounce of that left. 100% done. You know how terrifying that would be? Oh, yeah. Yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah you were talking about being around disciples uh, of Jesus, the ones that he actually had, like, a, a physical a certificate. A certificate say, we can kill you. <laughs> Yeah. Or take you to jail. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then he said, you know, I'm going to come and be a part of you now. Yeah. And th- like, they may not even know that he's changed. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Wow. Yeah. Like, I, I, I feel that any fear now, even though it may not be eradicated for me, mm-hmm. it's like, I have just to press it. through it. Just go I just it. have to press through it. Yeah. So, so what are the catalysts of pressing on? Because I think what we're asking people to do, and, and I hope I made this clear during the message, is that uh, this really is hard. Remember in, in Acts chapter 9, uh, I believe it was like verse 16, yeah. he said, he said uh, for I must show Paul, this is God talking, I need to show Paul how much he must suffer for my name. And uh, I, I realized that the call to press on is really hard, but what? What gets us to do it, Judd? What finally gets us to do it? Tell, like, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that is a tough question, but I think it may not be a formulaic answer for Mm -hmm. everyone. Yeah. Um, I think everybody's strongholds are unique. You said everybody's life and walk is unique and miraculous, Mm -hmm. and I 100% believe that. Mm -hmm. Um. I, I it's tough me for me to say that it's just one magical thing, mm-hmm. but I would say that um, hmm. the the revelation of Jesus, like what we talked about with repentance, even yes, like if you can catch one glimpse of Him in that area, yeah, and decide that God is greater and more beautiful, yeah, like if we're talking about a computer screen, yeah, like His command is more loving and more grateful, yes, or more more great, <laughs> yes, yes. Than, than the problem that I have that I think that I need to go to. Yeah. Like, I can actually just, if you can taste just a little bit yeah. of how good yeah. his ways are, yes. I think that it will 
make it 10 times easier to never turn back. I'm so glad that you said that, that it's not a formulaic thing, that it really comes down to an encounter with Jesus. Yes. You nailed it on the head because what happened with Saul? It was a literal encounter with Jesus. Yes. This man was solidified in his belief system, more unwavering than 90% of people out there. I mean, he mm-hmm. had strong convictions and it was one encounter with Jesus. Judd, it, foundational level, it really is that basic. Yes, it's it is. It's an encounter with Jesus. Yeah, we, 100%. we drum it up to so many other things sometimes yep. and it is as simple as, yep. like, I had a moment this week where I had just a deep revelation of how much Jesus, like I, I have been walking with Jesus since I was five or six years old. Yeah. And I was reading scripture where I actually understood maybe for the first time, I actually, I, I, I just like the sacrifices in the word yeah. in the old Testament, they would yeah. actually have to put their hand on the animal mm. and they would have to lean with their weight yeah. to transfer the guilt and the shame onto the animal that was wow. innocent. Yeah. 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 And I sat there and bawled with my wife. <laughs> and she was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Emmy does that with me too. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's like, I, I, that's what I strive for. I don't strive for a behavioral thing. Mm-hmm. I don't strive for how can I make this right? Yeah. I strive for how can I see Jesus's heart on this 100%. issue? Yep. And I know it'll change me. 100%. That's so good. Yeah. I, and and every, every situation is so unique, but it really comes down to an experience with God that transforms you from the inside out. Do yeah. you have any final notes on today's message? message before the question? I think one part that I'll take with me that you didn't put up on the slide sure. that I thought was really um, thought, not just well thought out, but just like hit hard and well today. Yeah. And that was, um, let me see if I can find it. Me, uh, mean wellers that don't press on, right? The church is filled with mean wellers that don't press on. Yeah. And I took that to heart for myself to stop meaning well. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's not a, uh, a judgment thing. It's just like, mm. I just have to do it. Let's just do it. Like 100%. if you do the work, yeah, it's going to become easy. This was a big call to action week. Yeah. Big it was. call to action week. It yes. Was. Um, awesome. Well, I wanted to obviously delve into a question that you may have for me, theological, anything, Super Bowl, whatever. Yeah. So um, I wanted to ask you a question about um, objects because I actually feel, Ooh, like, okay. feel like I was experiencing something recently. Okay. Do you think objects can become, uh, demonically oppressive yes absolutely okay 100 percent. yeah 100 and how do we deal with that um so well, like well, a book whatever it might be yeah 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 so so first of all anything anything in my opinion can be a curse object um I think even like, let me give you an example. So like when Moses in Exodus, he threw down his staff and he was obviously empowered by God Yeah. and his, it was the, the object was his staff and it had God's power and anointing over it. But in the same instance, the magicians threw down their staff and their objects had power too. Mm. So, so, uh, this is, this is where it gets kind of a little bit tricky. Uh, there is no formulaic, like where does, where do you find the entirety of this? But I have found that there, there can certainly be things and objects, uh, that have a, a, perhaps a demonic influence with it. Um, you know, in, in my opinion, uh, it comes down to literally dismantling, destroying, or completely getting rid of the object out of your life entirely. That's a really um, hard one because you know what the object was that mm. I was concerned about? Family lineage stuff. No. What was it? It was my wedding ring. Mm. Somebody had taken it as a someone who saw the future Yeah. and they used my ring. And it started, my finger started burning this week, so I took it off. Really? Yeah, I... I 
wouldn't doubt. So can I can I speak to that real quick? Yeah. First of all, just so you know, as much as as much as you and I are commissioned by God to go and essentially be His soldiers, him, His ambassadors, His army on earth, the enemy absolutely has soldiers and ambassadors as well. Mm. He absolutely has ploys, schemes, plots, everything that you can possibly think of, so as to disrupt the plans of God. And and I I do I do. 100% believe that there is absolutely um, people, pagans, whoever, X, Y, and Z things that are are commissioned by their, quote, king to go and disrupt the people of God. Yeah. And uh, they do th- they do so in sly ways. Uh, like we always talk about the example of like Alex and Ani and how like when you look on mm-hmm. the back of their little, yep. you know, it's this innocent, cute little bracelet, but you look on the back of it and it's a Christian cross and it and it says infused with energy. Wow. Um, and and maybe that person didn't know that you were a believer, but they have mysticism or they they mess with divine or divinity type stuff yep. and 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 has made a practice of doing that to every wedding ring that they handle. Yeah. That's that wouldn't surprise me and uh man I'm sorry that that happened to you me my too. friend. I thought I was really Serious. upset about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um and and obviously take that to God, use discernment. We don't want to we don't want to spiritualize everything too much, I don't. right? And yeah. I I know your discernment. I know that you wouldn't just make things up to make things up, but right. absolutely absolutely I find in the word of God that 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 places and objects certainly can have a residue of the enemy's work, hmm. for sure, for sure. And so, um, if there's weird things in your house, if you got weird, oh my gosh, people don't understand like books, books with 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 doctrines and theologies that are counter to God. Like, wow. get rid of that stuff. That's tricky too. I'm being serious. Get yeah. rid of that stuff. Um, you you have no idea the the words that that are purposefully placed in those books. I mean, I have, I've talked with people who have had, um, tarot card and palm reading card and, and all of, or palm reading stuff, books in their house. It's like, get rid of that now. Like yeah. you gotta, you gotta get That's rid that of that stuff. foothold. Don't let yep. the enemy in. There's, there's intricate, um, like for me, like I love art and uh, I don't like buying art a lot. I like buying unique things. So I don't want to mm-hmm. fill my wall with little things. I want to find unique things. I call them chuchkeys, but like uh, <laughs> little little stuff that you put on shelves, right? And uh, some stuff just draws my eye. And the thing that's really scary is that the 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 people of God are meant to be the most creative on the earth, right. but the enemy's kingdom, my goodness, they have some creative artists out there that that infuse their objects. And so you might think that this sculpture is so beautiful and ornate and, and unique, but really it's been worked by by someone who has uh, quite a bit of an agenda. Wow. And so you might need to you might need to get rid of that. I mean I, I had this conversation with my mom. She had a statue in her house and she went and busted it and threw it in the fire. Yeah. And and you gotta you gotta get rid of that stuff. Gotta get rid of that stuff. So Look at where your stuff comes from and mm-hmm. and watch over it. I believe that you can anoint and, and That's what I was thinking. any anything that you put your hand to and anything that you pray over is in immediately that anything that you bind or loose has to be bound and loosed. Yeah. Serious. Yeah. So, well, so what I'm do. yeah, absolutely. Yep. That's a that's a unique question. I wasn't expecting yeah, that. That's kinda wild. Yeah. You felt what day did you feel that? Uh, it's been happening for about a week and a half, really? and I was. It came to my mind every time, and it had happened a couple, two see, or three years ago. See, that's one of the that's one of the interesting things is don't church. I want to tell you, don't ever question random things that come to your mind. Judd's thought that's not a normal. Our normal thought is, am I 
like wash my hands too much? Do I have like some sort of oil on the ring? Do I need to clean it? Right. When you have a unique thought like that, that actually might be the spirit of God talking to you. Like that's not a normal, that's not a normal Judd thought. Does that make sense? Yeah. I I thought the same thing. Yeah. I didn't feel like I was over spiritualizing. I thought, why is this coming to my mind? Yeah. So great, great question. Great question. Hey, to recap a little bit about today, man, Judd's thoughts on, on the message and the press on and, and what it really coming down to is just an encounter with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I love that you just boiled it down to that. It really is that simple and great question about uh, a topic that we don't really cover very often. Thanks so much for being here, my friend. Absolutely. My love goodness, you, bro. My goodness. Hey, before we get going, I want to give you guys a sneak peek because we're wrapping up Demolish Stronghold. So what's next, folks? And uh, we're stepping in. Hey, you're actually preaching this series, dude. Yeah, 19th. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. We're uh, So in two weeks, Judd's preaching. He's going to be bringing the word. Uh, I love it, and and we're going to be starting a series. I I we called it Wonderful Counselor. I almost want to change it to Therapy Sessions. Yeah, I like that. And uh, and so we're going to be talking about forgiveness. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we're going to be talking about forgiveness next week. It's needed. I just got to say, buckle up, church. Buckle up. Good luck. This year is going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about forgiveness next week. Can't wait to kick that off. Therapy sessions. Wonderful counselor. And then, last note. Hey. Next week, that is going to be February 19th, or I'm sorry, February 12th. February 12th, we do not have an evening service. Someone say, oh. Oh. There you go, Judd. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks thanks for supporting me, bro. No evening service. Get to the Sunday morning. Other than that, church, we love y'all so much. Go Chiefs. You better believe it.